Well, it's uh, we're all gonna die Wednesday, uh, and per usual, yep. <laughs> you okay over there? You're gonna make okay. And that's the brief. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Bless y'all. Shalom. Nostradamus, five by five. Good morning, everybody. It is the 11th of October, 2023. Do the YouTube things. Don't be a scumbag. If you're new here, subscribe. Ring the little bell icon. That is not a request. It is a command. If you're one of the 40% that's lurking in the shadows watching the show but is not subscribed, I issue you this challenge. Subscribe, be a man, or go away like a pussy. It's entirely up to you. But don't just lurk in the shadows. Okay? Okay, bear. The show is, of course, brought to you by RefugeMedical.com. I am the chief shilling officer of Refuge Medical because I'm also the chief executive officer of Refuge Medical. We make the best first aid kits on planet Earth. Uh, And I will tell you, I put a little mini brief up on Patreon yesterday. Supply chain went from, eh, it's kind of weird, to, damn, that's alarming, about that fast since this war is kicked off with Israel. So... What's our promo this week? Our promo is that we have stuff. Unlike a lot of other people, we have stuff because at and yeah, what we got is what we got. And so, since the beginning of COVID, we shifted our business model to we hold a metric f ton of inventory so we can fill orders rather than just uh, you know hoping that all of our suppliers, the manufacturers of the components that we use, will send us stuff when we request it. Because those days are gone, my friends. So, refugemedical.com, check it out. Bear Independent Brief, 11 October 2-3. Getting spicy for sure, says Jay Texas. You know it. What's up, Mark? Maurice, Aftershock, Aftershock XL American Bully. I hope you're a bulldog and not an actual bully. Because I, I really enjoy fighting bullies. It's fun. Speaking of bullies, depending on who you are and what you believe, Israel is unleashing its fury upon Gaza as it pummels the area with airstrikes. More than 150 buildings have been obliterated and over 12,000 more have been partially destroyed. That's uh, We're on day five of the war, BT dubs. And so 12,000 targets in five days, that's significant. This, of course, includes homes, schools, and medical institutions and government buildings, which is a big thing that the Palestinians are decrying. Look at Israel. They're they're killing our civilians. Well, maybe if the terrorist organization Hamas did not co-locate themselves in, in civilian infrastructure, things like that wouldn't be happening. So who's the a hole here? The guy that puts a terrorist cell inside of a hospital? Or the guy that bombs the hospital because there's a terrorist cell inside of it. See what I'm saying? Um, You know, there's no honor among thieves, right? Well, there's not much honor among terrorists either. Over 100,000 people have been displaced and the hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed. The hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed. Again, gauze is out of stock gauze not compressed gauze not hemostatic impregnated gauze gauze two by two four by four five by nine gauze oh yeah that's just at medline did you try mckesson yeah also out of stock well what about yes also out of stock why humanitarian aid 
DOD, De- Department of Defense, Defense Logistics Agency. Gauze, boys and girls. Are you hearing me? Gauze. It's like going to Walmart and there's no bread, right? Except it's international. The hospitals are absolutely overwhelmed. In Israel, the official death count is now over 1,000, and in Gaza, it's around at least 830. Hamas has said that it will execute the civilian hostages they have taken and broadcast those executions should airstrikes hit Gaza without warning. The group has already massacred civilians near Kafar Azah over the weekend, not sparing women, very young children, or the elderly. In fact, one of the numbers you will hear bandied about today is that uh, more than 40 children have been found by the Israeli IDF in the uh, kibbutzes, which are like the little villages, the little neighborhoods uh, in around Gaza. More than 40 children have been found decapitated by Hamas. This is super interesting because there's a whole bunch of people on the left that are supporting Palestine and Hamas, some of which are Black Lives Matter. You may remember them from their greatest hits as civil unrest, theft, grift, showing us what democracy is, (laughs) setting cities on fire. You know, very trustworthy, these people. Um, clearly, definitively siding with Hamas and Palestine, well aware of the fact that Hamas is decapitating live children. Now, why do I bring that up? Well, I don't know. BLM is here, not there. Also, there's a an election, maybe, coming up, November of next year, approximately 13 months away. You may not be aware of the fact that Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. is incredibly unpopular per the polling, which is interesting because per the election results, he was the most popular president in history with 81 million votes. And certain people, if they don't get their way, have shown a propensity to have a temper tantrum that involves setting cities on fire. So you might want to consider that if you have not strategically relocated yet, because it's just not that bad, Bear. You're exaggerating. Decapitating babies. Just throwing that out there. So um, do I Do I have any ideological empathy for Hamas? Not a shred. Not even a little bit. Do the Palestinian people have a right to exist? Uh, sure, in theory. Does Israel have a right to exist? Yeah. See... And there's, um, what was her name? Some uh, Jewish matriarch from Israel 50 years ago said something to the effect of, if Hamas lays down their weapons, there will be peace tomorrow. If Israel lays down their weapons, we will be destroyed. And that's an interesting worldview to take. Um, I saw President Knucklehead, Ice Cream Grandpa, he of the hair sniffing, I saw his um, official statement yesterday on what is a press release from the White House. I am no fan at all of Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And if you've spent any time at this channel, you know that I despise the man. However, I will give credit where credit is due. The statement he made yesterday was maybe the most concise and clear headed I've ever seen the man. It was actually pretty good. 
the biggest issue is that he stops short of pointing a finger at Iran. I think that's because they want, they being the White House at Al, want to contain this fight to Israel and Palestine rather than having it spill over into other countries, which is, of course, why we have the Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group in theater. And there's also talk of the CVN 69, the Fighting Ike, being moved into theater as well. Uh, we know that um, IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, are going door-to-door uh, -to -door building, clearing, looking for uh, hostages in Hamas-controlled territory. And thus far, the, the talking points in the United States is that U.S. Special Forces are assisting them with that. I have reason to believe that uh, CAG, Delta, is over there assisting them with that. I cannot confirm because those guys have their hands full right now. They're not exactly texting their homies, but I believe that they are there. I also, I know some other people have been talking about that as well. By the way, if you are not on Patreon and you've not been listening to the sit reps that Pastor Joe Fox from Viking Preparedness has been giving on this subject, you are missing out severely. <clears throat> I'll also say there's a couple other podcasts that I would recommend if you're just jonesing for information on what's happening in Israel, one of which is The Right Report, W-R-I-G-H-T with Brian Dean Wright, and the other is his previous podcast that is now hosted by Mike Baker, which is The President's Daily Brief. You can find those wherever podcasts are. Okay? Okay! And of course, let's not forget our friends at Ford Observer. Check them out as well. Now, there's a uh, rumor that uh, B-1 Lancers, which are nuclear-capable hypersonic bombing platforms, are being moved into, what is it, the UK? Being stationed in the UK from the United States to the UK. So uh, also, as of 25 minutes ago, the power station, power plant in the Gaza Strip uh, ran out of fuel, and they now have no power. That coincides with now... Power and internet and water has already been strategically cut off in areas where Israel is operating on the ground in the Gaza Strip and the West Bank anyway in order to allow the uh, civilian populace to self-select out, meaning that anybody who's left is clearly a terrorist because they've stayed to fight. And so that one power plant is now out of power there is, or out of juice. There is no more power. The problem with that is that the Palestinians are claiming they have no place to go. Um, Israel did some strikes on the border of the Gaza Strip, uh, southern border, where it butts into Egypt. And apparently those border checkpoints, if you will, are inoperable. And so there's the Gaza Strip, I think, is 140 square miles and more than 2 million people live there. So it's an incredibly population-dense area, um, and they can't get out, or at least that's what they're saying is they can't get out. And so that could lead to indiscriminate targeting by the IDF. However, at least not currently, the IDF is not the one lopping the heads off of children. A couple other things before I get back to the written brief. Very interesting reporting based upon open-source video that was released by Hamas that the 1,000 to 1,500 or so Hamas terrorists that attacked on Saturday morning um, were using U.S. M4 rifles with ACOGs on them 
Bucks and um gosh, I can see it. Top. It's great for night fighting. window. It's a red dot. It's actually come on, hit me. I need your help. You rifle sight. Which one? The square one. EOTech? EOTech, thank you. Brain fart. EOTechs. Yeah, EOTechs. And so where did Hamas get them from? They're also carrying Glocks. Where did they get them from? Um, there's unsubstantiated, unconfirmed evidence at this time that weapons that were supplied by the United States to Ukraine have somehow moved from Ukraine to Palestine and are being used to target Israel. Months ago, Bibi Netanyahu said that they were finding anti-tank weapons, <coughs> U.S. anti-tank weapons in possession by the Palestinians. So what's happening there? Also remember that when we had our air quote drawdown in Afghanistan, that we left behind, depending on who you ask, somewhere between 100 and 200 billion dollars worth of equipment and hardware and munitions that then was seized by the Taliban, the same Taliban that is maneuvering towards Israel as we speak. So you don't think that these terrorist scumbags didn't pass some toys to their other terrorist scumbag friends? Yep. Interesting. You can't get to Israel from uh, from Afghanistan to Israel without Iran, says our friend from behind the camera. So Russia, Ukraine. Another thought that I had, again, this is conjecture. I'm not saying this is fact, but it's a thought that I had. We are, we being the United States, are directly supporting Ukraine in their war against Russia, Russia's special military operation in Ukraine. The Iranians back Hamas and Hezbollah. Who backs the Iranians? The Russians. So if I was Russia, K Bono, who wins? Who benefits? If I was Russia and I wanted to divert the United States' attention from Ukraine and dry up funding for Zelensky, why not? foment uh, a, a terrorist attack in Israel by Hamas, then backed by Hezbollah, which is Iranian supported, which is Russian supported. So, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon on this one, but you don't, you only got to go two layers deep before you find Russia, which Russia this morning, some of their, um, oh, I forget the dude's name. It just make a whole bunch of weird syllables with your mouth. What's this guy's name? Uh, there he is. Dmitry Peskov, uh, Kremlin spokesperson, has said that Russia will play a part in the eventual settlement of the Israeli-Israel-Palestine conflict. Quote, we maintain a dialogue with both parties to the conflict, Peskov said. We have long-standing historical ties with the Palestinians. We have long-standing historical ties with the Israelis, he continued, adding that Russia has citizens on both sides and considers their safety its number one priority. I'm sure. Quote, we have to maintain an equal distance. Only this will give us the right to participate in the settlement process in the future. And Russia can and will play a role in the settlement process. End quote, he said. Yeah, almost like Russia's playing the Hegelian dialectic against us, right? They, you know, hey, let's cause a problem to divert attention away from the other problem that we have. 
Let's see. Uh, Lindsey Graham is calling for the United States to bomb Iranian uh, oil wells. Every time he's in his words, every time Hamas executes a uh, a captive, we should bomb one of their oil wells, <clears throat> Iranian oil wells. And in theory, I like the sound of that. My concern is I don't think we have the stomach for war with Iran right now, although we are moving a lot of pieces on the chessboard. I don't know leadership wise if uh, Biden's the guy for the job. What else have we got? It is an interesting eye for an eye. It makes them question the count the cost. Yeah, they treat oil well just as much as a, a human life. Mm -hmm. That's like, okay. I see you, Let's see. Uh, Israel's ambassador to the UN has told the news that it's Israel's priority to quote obliterate Hamas terrorist capabilities end quote. Escape routes for the people in Gaza are extremely limited, especially now that Israeli warplanes have struck the last remaining border crossing between Gaza and Egypt. It is said that the original attack from Hamas was backed by Iran, although Tehran, the capital of Iran, Ryan, the eating warrior, I wouldn't be surprised if leaving the equipment of Afghanistan was for this very purpose, to destabilize the region so we can go back in, keep the war machine money rolling in. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm in no way surprised that equipment that we left behind for the Taliban is now finding itself finding its way into these conflicts. It was just a matter of time before that happened anyway. Um, so much so that at times I have joked with my homies, hey, we bought that with our taxpayer money. Let's just go repatriate it. Let's just go back and take some, right? Like we'll just get a, co a coalition together. We'll get a couple hundred guys People we know, we go over there and be like, we'll take this, this, and this. Finders keepers, right? If I can get it out of country, it's mine because you left it here. So, uh, Tehran has denied involvement in the attack on Israel. One U.S. official told CNN, quote, of course Iran is in the picture. They provided support for years to Hamas and Hezbollah, end quote. Israel has said that Iran has supported Hamas with the equivalent of something like $100 million a year with weapons, training, and funding. The United States has sent a carrier strike group, the Gerald Ford, to the eastern Mediterranean Sea and will be sending fighter jets as a deterrent to both expansion of the conflict as well as any potential aggression from Iran. President Biden did not warn Israel to exercise restraint in a, in a recent phone call with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Meanwhile, oh, by the way, Iran, it's like, yeah, we had nothing to do with this. Their entire parliament was chanting death to Israel as these attacks were happening. Their entire parliament was chanting death to Israel as these attacks happened. Yeah, that we had nothing to do with it, but also death to Israel. Tracking. See, and it's ideologically understand that Hamas, their, their founding core tenet, of their belief is Israel must cease to exist, right? Like their, their goal, their terminal objective is Israel ceases to exist. Full of hope. The world needs to collapse so the final solution can really get going full speed. All of the West in lockstep. Yeah, we'll see. Um, to the idea of the world collapsing, speaking of Iran, Iranian sleeper cells. It's something that's been in the news off and on for years. You'll find the occasional prepper video 
about, uh, yeah, sleeper cells in the United States of America. Couple that with the people who are and who have been coming across the border, our southern border. Yeah, it's a potential threat where you are, probably, because 80% of the world's population lives within 50 miles of the coast. Oklahoma is not within 50 miles of the coast. Um, and so if you live in a high population density area, you should be concerned about sleeper cells because terrorists go, you know, the most bang for the buck. They're not going to be like, well, we, we wrestled some cattle over here in Oklahoma. That's a win, right? No, negative. Um, but as far as these sleeper cells are concerned, I was speaking with a gentleman yesterday who had secondhand information from a general inside of NATO. Now, again, this is rumint. Let me be clear. This, this is this is hearsay. This is rumint. All right. But the rumint is that once the media coverage for the ongoing uh, military operation in Israel dies down, that is when the sleeper cells here are going to go active here in the United States. Cannot confirm nor deny. I personally did not speak to said NATO general. I'm just passing that along because it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Um, we shall see. Well, Bear, how are you changing your life to deal with this threat? I bought some more ammo. And I was really asking myself, how much ammo is too much ammo? Because it's not like I only had a little bit of ammo when I bought some more ammo. Other than that, man, like... We live a very rural, self-sustaining lifestyle. Uh, we closed our gate for three months when COVID first hit because we didn't know if it was the Black Plague or not. Turned out, jokes on us, it was not. And to that point, I will caution everybody. Again, we are not, per my understanding, in a biblical war yet. Does it have the capacity to be? For sure. Because the people groups that are mentioned in the Bible are the people groups who are involved right now. Who are involved right now in this conflict. Comma, this isn't of biblical proportion yet. But COVID-19, there were a lot of people who were saying that this is the mark of the beast. Well, dude, read your freaking Bible. No, it's not. And if it was, the father seals his people in the forehead first. So joke's on you. If you're worried about accidentally receiving the mark of the beast, ask yourself, why didn't you get marked by the father first? Which goes back to don't pontificate on biblical things if you don't know what the Bible says. But COVID-19, I think, was supposed to feel of biblical proportion to get people upset because fear is an excellent motivator and a great way to control a populace. But it wasn't biblical. It was make-believe. Somebody made some bat soup somewhere wasn't biblical it was not the hand of the creator that made said bat soup and distributed it nor was it the hand of the creator that made said antidote to the bat soup and distributed that that was people that was men who were interested in a prophet and i mean p-r-o-f-i-t not p-r-o-p-h-e-t and thus far what i see happening in the middle east is men interested in profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, saying nothing of the existential crisis that Israel is in, that if Hamas wins, they're wiped off the map, saying nothing of the core tenet of Hamas, that Israel must be destroyed. 
But all the players on the sidelines are looking at this going, hey, how do we get oil up? Oh, let's have a war in the Middle East. How do we get the stock market back on solid footing? Let's have a war in the Middle East. How do we detract from all of this negative attention that the current administration is receiving? Let's have a war in the Middle East. How do we stop the flow of funding and munitions into Ukraine? If you're Russia, let's have a war in the Middle East. This seems like men moving pieces on the chessboard, not the hand of the creator. Now, the father has also been known to subcontract a whole bunch of stuff. When it's time for judgment to land on his people, he has no problem using the Egyptians, the Babylonians, the Assyrians to bring judgment upon his people. And in fact, I want to give a shout out to Rabbi Mizraki, who has a pair of balls the size of coconuts, man. Because in his most recent... Uh, most recent portion that he put out he said you know there's going to be a lot of people talking about um what a tragedy this is and it is and how hamas has attacked us and they have he said but this is our fault this is our fault we earned this judgment we are not walking in the father's ways we are not doing what we've been told to do and we earned this judgment. So unpopular opinion time. If Israel had been conducting itself with righteousness, this attack would have never happened in the first place. And I'm like, dude, you got a pair. Good job. So now back to the written brief. Meanwhile, 33 students, student groups, co-signed a letter written by the Harvard Undergraduate Palestinian Solidarity Committee. Harvard Undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee. Oh, by the way, have you seen the Queers for Palestine protests? The Queers for Palestine protests? Yep. Unceremoniously murdered in the streets on live television. (laughs) Tell me you don't know what you're talking about without telling me you don't know what you're talking about. They would throw you off of a tall building without thinking twice because they already do that. They would lop your head off with a dull machete without thinking twice because they already do that. People, people are morons. So the uh, 33 student groups co-signed a letter written by the Harvard undergraduate Palestine Solidarity Committee, which stated that it held, quote, the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all the unfolding violence, end quote. That's interesting. You want to go far enough back. Well, you could actually lay this at the feet of Hitler because if Hitler didn't prosecute a war in Europe in the late 30s, early 40s, then the uh, then Great Britain, who had basically control of the area known as Palestine, would not have been bankrupt at the end of the war after being bombed, shelled for eight-ish years and sending their men across the English Channel to go die to uh, remove Hitler from power, then Great Britain, England, wouldn't have had to cede control of the area known as Palestine to the League of Nations, which then carved an area out of Palestine as a homeland, Israel, for the Jewish people. So how far back in history do you want to go where you start laying blame? There's also, there's a Jewish concept that in every generation, an Abimelech walks the face of the earth. Avi Melech. Avi, father, Melech, king. The father of kings. You read the Bible, Abimelech is constantly trying, and it's a title, not a name. 
which is what a lot of people miss in the Old Testament. This guy is con this one dude is constantly trying to kill all the the Hebrews, of which the Jews forget there were thirteen tribes. They're one of them, not all of them. They've co-opted the term Israel. What happened? This Avi Melech dude just keeps trying to kill everybody. Yeah, he hates the Father's chosen people. He's got the spirit of the enemy put into him. And th this is the Jewish teaching that in every generation, how long's the generation? 70 years, 80 if by strength. Okay, so World War II ended 1945. 80 years from 1945 puts us at 2025. It's 2023. And I'm not saying I believe this. I'm saying this is what Orthodox uh, Jews teach, that in every generation, there's an Abimelech seeking to destroy the uh, Father's chosen people, seeking to destroy the Jews. So the, you take that and then couple that with the uh, pendulum theory that Glenn Beck was big on talking about about five years ago. Every 80 years, the pendulum swings in a different direction. It's like there's cycles. It's almost like if you read Genesis chapter one, that the moon and the sun and the stars were put in the sky for signs and appointed times. Almost like there's cycles to this. Yeah, phases of the moon. How interesting. In other words, how much longer could we have made it without another war involving the Jews? Uh, approximately two years based upon historical data. So back to uh, these idiots, the Harvard undergraduate Palestine, Palestine Solidarity Committee, which has stated that, quote, it held the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all of the unfolding violence, end quote. A computer science professor with the university, Boaz Barak, said, quote, I have a lot of criticisms of Israeli policies, but everyone who signed this statement is condoning terrorism, rape, and murder, end quote. I agree. By the way, today's a great day to share the show. There's over 2,000 of y'all on live right now. As Bob would say, gang, gang. I would uh, greatly appreciate it if you could help us grow the reach of this channel. Nearby, anti-Israeli demonstrators and counter-protesters classed in Cambridge, Massachusetts this last Monday with one man shouting at the counter-protesters, animals, animals, you pigs, animals, Nazis, 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 end quote. In fact, pro-Palestinian protests occurred in several major cities in the United States. They occurred where? Pro-Palestinian protests occurred where? In several major cities in the United States. It didn't occur here. There's not enough people here. And if they did occur here, the sheriffs would have been laughing while arresting people. Because, like, it's a population density equation issue. And a lot of y'all, and I'm telling you, a lot of y'all live in the wrong damn place. Because you have turned a blind eye to all of the threats. Ignorance is bliss for you until you're irradiated. Oops, said the quiet part out loud. You said something earlier that spoke me. You should come over here and say it so that everybody can hear you. Well, and they can cross it off their bingo card. <laughs> oh, and they can cross it off their bingo card. Bob came in. Um, hey, it's Bob from Refuge Medical. Hey, guys. What's up? Let it focus on my face. Focus. Nice. Can anyway, I, uh, speak. Right. Um, so earlier you said like, Bear, what are you doing to change and get ready and prepare and all these things? And you're like, oh, I kind of bought some more ammo, like, you know, that. Uh, here's like the one thing that I have been doing because it is it is so real. 
Like it's so very real. Is I've been calling those people that are in those places and I've been giving them a last chance. Mm. Basically like, hey, uh, there's a bunch of people in my life that are like, hey, Bob, when the thing pops off and you get that intel, will you call me and tell me? I've been doing those calls. Mm. I've been like, hey, bro, it's time. Actually, the one that I just took was my mother. Wow. Um, and that was very, very hard um, because my mother told me growing up, hey, you know, it doesn't matter what house we live in. It doesn't matter what car we drive. It doesn't matter what job I have. As long as we have each other, we're okay. Yep. And I told my mom, I said, mom, come live with me and my wife. Uh, we'll put you up in the spare room. You'll have a place to stay. We'll figure it out. Whatever that looks like, just get out of the big city. She goes, I can't leave my house. I can't leave my car and I can't leave my job. Wow. Yep. We got to like make the calls guys and fight the good fight. It will be like shoving your head against a cinder block, mm -hmm. but like, man, what a worthy cause honor thy father and mother. Right. Yep. And so that's, that's what I'm doing right now is like, Besides, like, obviously the little prep stuff like ammo and stuff, I'm trying to communicate with people who are in bad places that this absolutely is going to happen and they need to get away. You know, the um, the thing, too, is, right, all the the more – the worst place you live in, the more preps you need. Yeah. Like, the worse your population density, the more preps you need. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you're like, but, Bear, I've got 12,000 rounds of 5.56 five, – if you think you're going to shoot 12,000 rounds of 5.56 five, and not get shot, stabbed, blown up in the process, That's crazy. you're delusional. You're delusional. One of the things I think that's really different is if you live in the city, you have to have more preps. If you live in the rural, that's your life. Yeah. Yeah, we just live that you way. We have more food yeah. in the city. We have sheep. Right. Yeah. Our food storage is on the hoof here. So for those who couldn't hear Katie Lynn from the other side of the camera, she said, one of the things I think that's different is when you live in the city or the suburbs, you have to have more preps. When you live rurally, it just becomes a lifestyle. Like our livestock is our food storage. Yeah. And it doesn't mean we don't have cans and buckets and you know, we do. We all have that stuff. But our primary source of calories lives in the field over mm -hmm. there. So, heck yeah, it does. Yep. Just yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, bro. Of course, dog. This, uh, you know, hey, KO, I think it's probably time I get another webcam. I think after six years of service, the one that Goza gave us is, um, it's finally just had enough. Also, if people are watching this show because they need to see me, they probably got their priorities wrong. Let's see if I can make it focus. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, back to the brief. Some pro-Israel demonstrators have called Hamas Nazis and said it's exactly like what happened to us in the Holocaust. That's a quote, which again goes back to these uh, the civil unrest, the protests here goes back to those sleeper cells. At what point do those sleeper cells kick off? I don't know. But if I was the guy in charge of sleeper cells, if I was the chief scumbag here in the United States, I'd be like, hmm. Somewhere in the next two to four weeks, if it was me, that's what I would do. I'd be prepping those guys to go operational right now. And again, where are they going to do that? New York, L.A., D.C., Dallas, Chicago. Uh, does anybody even care about Detroit anymore? Portland. Like Detroit's just like, bring it. Like how <laughs> – What's the worst that could happen, right? Like, I already live in Detroit. Like, it'll be fine. 
Um, I also, I had a thought the other day, and um, maybe I'm being facetious, maybe I'm not, but either way, I had this thought. This invasion on our southern border, a lot of people have asked, hey, Bear, when is it time to stand up and do something? I know a lot of people in Texas. My family has a county named after us in Texas. My family's been in Texas for more than 200 years. <sighs> now, now is the time to stand up and do something. Where is the Texas state militia on the southern border? Right. Right? Everybody who's been gearing up with their Gucci multicam stuff for the last 15, 20 years that I've known those guys, you know, well, we'll be ready to stand in the breach. Okay, go stand in the breach. It's time. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Do you have in there something about the pipeline? Something about the pipeline? No. So, Finland is blaming external activity after undersea natural gas pipeline is breached. NATO pledges response if sabotage. Apparently, Finland had an undersea natural gas pipeline breached. And uh, NATO is uh, pledging, pledging a response if it was sabotage. Dude, the world is its heating up, boys and girls. I'm not saying that it's time to get into your bunker. I'm not saying that it's, today's the day you call out of work and never go back. But it's getting weird out there. Again supply chain we live in eastern oklahoma one of my brothers was like i'll pick up some more ammo yesterday bought all the ammo he could buy in this area and it was less than 500 rounds because everybody else was like i think i should get some more ammo too yeah. right and again gauze is out of stock with the manufacturers not the distributors not the wholesalers not the retailers the manufacturers and guys, we are not talking about something complex like a Skedco litter or, um, you know, uh, an AED. We're, we're talking about gauze. Gauze is out of stock. There are property owners in Arizona locked up for standing in the breach. Well, they're locked up and they kept their dignity, didn't they, Twisted Ponies? I'm just saying. There's a lot of people who have talked a huge game over the last 20 years that I've been aware of about what they're going to do and when they're going to do it. We got an invasion on our southern border. All right, TSM, pony up. Get busy. Not only do the social ramifications of the current Middle East conflict reverberate across the United States, but the effects are also impacting oil and gas. Remember, Biden has depleted the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to its lowest level in four decades. Also, that call that we're supposed to be on in six minutes ain't going to happen. So push it a half an hour or go next door and start it without me. I'll be over there in a bit. In fact, the Strategic Oil Strategic Petroleum Reserve has been lowered by a troubling 44% since Biden took office in 2021. Ben Lieberman is a senior fellow at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. He told Fox News, quote, there are a lot of reasons why the Biden administration should not have used the SPR, which is not a special purpose rifle. It's the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Biden with an SPR. 
Everybody duck. Everybody duck. <laughs> I don't think he could carry it. I think you're right. You know his damn dog has bit 11 people? Commander? Yeah. Dude, and dogs are a reflection of their owners, right? They, if we're talking in three years, that dog has bit 11 people. Yeah. Like, yeah, there is a tour for that. You're right. My my dog kills other dogs as part of its job and has not bit 11 people. I don't think he's bit one people. Not a single people has been bitten by Sam. All right. There are a lot of reasons why the Biden administration have not should not have used the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to try and break down prices. One of which is that the SPR is then not available if something serious happens. We're facing that right now. The point was for the nation to have an emergency oil supply, end quote. Mm -hmm. Indeed, this weekend's outbreak of war in the Middle East has caused oil prices to jump to nearly $90 a barrel. Energy analyst Saul Kavanik told Reuters, quote, if the conflict envelops Iran, up to 3% of global oil supply is at risk. And if a wider conflict eventuates that ends up impacting transit through the Straits of Hormuz, around 20% of global oil supply could be held hostage, end quote. It doesn't take a genius to figure out that the cascading effects of an escalating spreading conflict could be felt by everyone, which is why analysts are forecasting $120 to $200 per barrel oil in the coming days and weeks. So today'd be a great day to fill your gas cans. Today'd be a great day to call, you know, if you live rurally, to call the uh, fuel oil guy. Be like, hey, drop me one of them thousand gallon tanks and fill it with diesel. Drop me one of them thousand gallon tanks and fill it with gasoline. Yeah. Top off your transfer tanks. I am, I must be completely honest. I am so damn annoyed that the world just can't freaking behave itself. I have so much more important shit to do, like raise my family and run these businesses and rescue juvenile human trafficking survivors and deal with tornadoes and hurricanes and hang out with my homies, watch my next child be born. Like I have like some really important shit to do in my life and it, it bothers me. Yeah, you're harsh in my vibe. Exactly. It bothers me that the rest of the world can't behave itself so that we can live in peace and harmony. Right. And it's like now I now it's not just I shoot this rifle for fun. I need to know how to shoot this rifle to defend my life. That's like that's stupid. I'm not a fan of that. Doesn't mean we don't do it. Doesn't mean we don't prep. It just means like, man. You know, I'm 40 years old. How many friggin' wars? How many bad politicians? How many global pandemics? How many stock market crashes? How many terrorist attacks on U.S. soil do I have to live through? And I realize I'm not, I'm not trying to bitch because, because I've met every one of them head on. I'm just saying at some point, like, maybe, maybe if my people repent, I will heal their land. Maybe if we could all just get our shit together and serve the creator with a smile on our face, because it is a mercy and a blessing that we were even allowed to wake up this morning. 
maybe things would go well for us. And instead, we, we tolerate all this bullshit. And what we tolerate, they will embrace. Politicians are scumbags. Yeah, because we tolerate it. There's a, an invasion on our southern border because we tolerate it. There's drag queens reading storybooks to our kindergartners because you tolerate that shit. There's theft and grift because you tolerate it. There's people in the DOD shitting in litter boxes because you tolerate it. We've lost our moral compass as a nation. We've lost our connection to the creator. Isaiah says, your sins have created a separation between you and Yahuwah, your Elohim, the Lord, your God. And as individuals, I know a lot of us are doing our damn best, myself included. I'm not perfect because I'm a man, but I'm trying. Man, as a nation, we have fallen so far from what our founders envisioned this to be. This experiment in freedom in a representative republic, not a democracy, a representative republic which requires you and me and everybody else to take personal responsibility and not farm out our well-being to the government because provision, protection, and blessing comes from the Father, not from men and women in $3,500 wingtip shoes in D.C. And we've created a false idol out of this government and, dare I say, a false idol out of this country, a figure made of wood and stone and gilded with gold and silver that we bow down to, that we sacrifice our children to, that we give ourselves over to, rather than teshuva, turn, repent, turn from your wicked ways and turn back to Elohim. And I'm just of watching everybody else around us dick it up over and over and over again. And I guess now that I'm done venting, my encouragement to you is take personal responsibility for your shit and step outside of this broken, fragile system because it's going to come off the rail sooner or later. And when it does, I don't intend to be a casualty of the system. And it's, a, it's an odd place to be in because, man, I was indoctrinated in the 80s. Woodland camouflage. We hate the Russians, right? Rambo, Rocky Four, like all that stuff, right? Wolverines. I want to like America. I do. And I have the utmost respect for our servicemen, our servicewomen. But, dude, I do not trust, nor do I revere the people in charge. If you read the book of Samuel, the... Israelites are begging for a king. See, prior to that, they had a period of judges. And what did they judge? They rightly divided the word. The word. How interesting. Yeah, because every time you see the, the word before Matthew chapter 1, it meant the Torah. And then you go read John, the Gospel of John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Interesting. And then the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. Interesting. So those judges in the book of Joshua prior, or I'm sorry, in the book of Samuel, between the time of Samuel and Joshua, they rightly divided the word 
of God. Not the rules and regulations, the bylaws, the penal code, the HOA bullet points, the word of God. But then the people started clamoring for a king. And Samuel says, I'll give you a king. But he's going to take your sons. He's going to take the best of your harvest. He's going to take the best of your wine. He's going to take tax from you. He's going to require things of you you're not comfortable to do. He's going to take your sons and take them to war. And the Israelites say, we're good with that. Give us a king. Govern me harder, daddy. Exactly. And here we are now, 3,000 years later, wondering, pontificating on how do we, how did we fall this far? Because we made a king and an idol out of this broken, fragile system, knowing it's going to take our sons. It's going to take our daughters. It's going to gather horses for itself. It's going to gather wealth for itself. That it'll take from your harvest the best of your harvest. And trying to pretend that that system is okay because I've got a decent credit score which is nothing more than tattooing a number on your arm inside of Auschwitz or Birkenau. I've got a decent credit score, so I can get a nice house and a nice car. Bullshit. So that the bank can get a nice house and a nice car. Exactly. The illusion of comfort that you will toil the rest of your life for instead of just taking personal responsibility and doing it for your damn self in union with the creator rather than in union with the system. That's what I got for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, 2,384 of you, this is your polite invitation. Skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we are going to discuss the value exchange. The links are in the description down below. Um, we're going to move quickly this morning. Patreon. Patreons are preparedness consultancy. You ask me the questions, I give you the answers. Long form video format, 15 to 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Um, we also do exclusive live streams every Thursday night. There's a lot more interaction over there, and we go a lot deeper on subjects over there than we do here on YouTube. Also, there's more than 4,000 4, posts on Patreon that you gain access to that backlog of information. Use the Patreon search bar. You find whatever the hell you want. Okay? Alex Brown, you can't make me leave. Actually, I got buttons on this side of the computer you don't have on that side of the computer. I appreciate your uh, your passion, Alex. Let's check out Patreon. It's 10 bucks a month. Uh, the video that I put up this morning, got several comments on there, and I'd see this on almost every video. This one video was worth my 10 bucks. Thank you. And there's 12 to 15 minimum per month over there. RefugeMedical.com. What's our promo this week? Our promo is that we have stuff, unlike a lot of other people. That's the promo. It's available. 
um, refugemedical.com. You can use uh, promo code Bear Nation for free shipping if you want. If you're on Patreon, you've got your own pro, uh, promo code for a percentage off. See, you, you join Patreon, use that promo code one time, you just pay for Patreon. So uh, we also have the boogie. And I told Patreon about this yesterday. You might be asking yourself, what's the boogie? I'd say to you, the boogie is a very compact little kit. It's a very compact little kit. That's all it is. This is not designed for operating. Although you could definitely throw this in your backpack if you're going hiking. This is designed to put in your purse or in your glove box or uh, in your EDC day bag or your kid's school backpack right here. It's the boogie. It's 30 bucks, three zero, 30 bucks, 29.95 or some shit like that. And it comes in black and it comes in coyote tan and it comes in green. Okay. And what's in the boogie? Well, so you got a sleeve here, pop the sleeve off, and it's held together with a couple of rubber bands. So, in no particular order, a roll of three-inch gauze, minor lacerations, wound packing, dressing a wound, whatever you got to do. Roll of three-inch gauze. Flat duct tape. Why? Because it sticks to everything, including blood, sweat, and tears. And I can make chest seals with this. And I can use this as tinder for a fire. And I can repair my boots with this. I can use this as a bandage if I need to. An S-mark bandage. This is essentially a SWAT T stretch wrap and tuck tourniquet. This can be used for making pressure dressings. This can be used as a tourniquet for arterial bleeding if needed. Is it better than a committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet? No, it's not. I carry one of those in my back pocket. But I can use this for a lot of applications, including on children. Our boo-boo wipes bag right here. So this has a pair of gloves in it. And it's got your OTC meds, ibuprofen, acetaminophen, you know, BZK wipes, all that inside of here. And then a Band-Aid bag with regular bandages, knuckle bandages, finger bandages, all of that inside a little tiny kit. Um, I believe, I don't know, but I believe these are going to have a high sales velocity and, uh, the idea behind this kit is if there's somebody in your life you want to carry something or you need a little kit to put in the glove box of your car or your side-by-side -side or your kid's backpack or your day bag or whatever that costs nothing, weighs nothing, this is a great handshake for somebody that you want to get into uh, get into preparedness or you want to get them ease them into the idea that they need to carry medical stuff the boogie the boogie from refugemedical.com 
Doopy doopy doo. The comments go by so fast. Boo boo boo. I'm seeing some questions about what kit should I carry. Hey, just call us at the store. Uh, if you go to refugemedical.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom. There's a phone number there. Real human beings answer that phone number. There's also a chat with us function on the website. Real human beings, not AI, are on the other side of that chatting with you. How do I know? Because I get an email every time you hit the chat with me button. Every time. And uh, yeah, there's also a what kit should I? That's right. There is a kit selection quiz on the website as well. Um but I get an email every time you guys hit the chat with me button because uh, I want to see how my people are interacting with y'all. And the answer is always very well. And I also want to see what the questions, comments, concerns y'all have are. Best customer, customer service ever, says Heather. Well, I appreciate that. So that's the boogie from Refuge Medical. We do also have... Um, such greatest hits as the bear fac right here, bear first aid kit, the bear minimum right here, very affordable, very capable kit, the bear minimum. We've got, oh, since we're here, a couple other things. We've got some of these refuge kits uh, or origin kits in uh, origin Raptor Camo, these also have uh, fire making and water filtration capability in them. So great if you're going on a hunt or if you're an outdoorsman or you need it as part of your preparedness plan. These kits are dope AF, as the kids say. And speaking of dope AF, leather kits. If you're into bushcrafting or motorcycling or you're in uh, a forester, hang one of these off of your belt. And so this is genuine hand-cut, hand-sewn, made-in-America leather. And inside of the leather, you've got a slick kit right here. There we go. And the slick kit has uh, chest seals, gloves, Z-fold combat gauze, which is no joke, a four-inch flat emergency trauma dressing, and flat duct tape, as well as a soft tee. Committee on TCCC windless tourniquet. And so we've got a lot of offerings at the store today at Refuge Medical. We also have a lot of interesting freaking phone calls as the world and our industry tries to lose its head yet again. Yeah. It feels very much so like it did when Russia first invaded Ukraine on this side of the camera from a business standpoint. There there's an inordinate, inordinate amount of shit that just immediately went out of stock. And um, I'm, not, I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. But I got some concerns. So today's a great day to be prepped all the way around. Refuge training. Refuge training has class dates in Oklahoma, Spyro, Oklahoma, uh, October 29th and 30th. I was saying October 28th and 29th, 
And Monica yelled at me in yesterday's executive meeting and said, no, the 28th is a Saturday. And, you know, we don't work on that day. And I was like, oh, you're right. So it is the 29th and the 30th. Yeah, Damn, did we change the dates while I was gone? I was yeah. Running around. I was like, oh, oh, wait. No. Sorry, bro. Yeah, I was wrong. Okay. It happens. It's been known to happen. So we've got some uh, classes coming up at the Refuge Store in Spyro, Oklahoma. Don't be an ass. Come to class. Doggone it. I already have five kits, a bucket, and plenty of gauze. So use this for whatever. Thanks for the 20 bucks, bro. I appreciate you. Very cool. Um, so refugetraining.com. Come to class. Calebhouse.org. Um, we had the electrician out yesterday beginning on the electrical, um, roughing in electrical for construction purposes at Caleb House. That was super cool. Uh, dirt work is ongoing. Uh, road building is ongoing. The first layer of SB2 road base that we put down, uh, we were in a scramble to get the road base down because I knew it was going to rain for three days and I wanted the first layer down. And so we got it down and it rained. It pissed rain for three days. And then um, I went out uh, yesterday morning and that road is hard AF. And I'm so happy about that. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, we did a good job. So we're now we're ready for a top coat, which is great. Um, yeah, dude. So smooth bucket on the skid steer. Some of the, the high spots. I had the smooth bucket down on the skid steer and I'm just driving through, you know, basically using the smooth bucket as a box blade. It's hard, hard, hard. Yeah. It's great. Great. I didn't, I didn't, I made eight passes up and down and around. I had a half a bucket, a loose, really? a loose gravel. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking lovely. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really good. So, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org is our restoration facility for juvenile human trafficking survivors. If you'd like to be a part of that, if the father convicts you, come see us at Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. And of course, grindstoneministries.com. You can get all your swag there. Caleb House, like I, I have a Caleb House t-shirt on today. Can you guys see that? Ta-da. Uh, Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies. Um, our brother Fax, uh, our brother Sauce Fax, not feeling shirt. Our brother Rex is the real dope shirt. Proceeds of which all go to benefit Caleb House. So that's the brief for today. Please share this with somebody that you love. Please, I think especially as this war continues in Israel, we domestically and internationally have a lot of things we need to be paying attention to, and I don't want, I don't want good people out of the loop. Uh, we have been blessed to grow this channel from literally zero subscribers to close to 200,000 subscribers organically over the last few years. We've never paid for subs. In fact, we, we kick a lot of people off that don't fit with our ethos. Uh, we don't advertise. We do very few collaborations. It's all because of y'all, the Bear Nation. So thank you. Share the show, please. Y'all have a blessed day, and I will see you on Friday. Shalom.